0: Welcome to the Wealthy Money Property Podcast, your ultimate resource to unlocking your inner property guru and building a property investment portfolio. Now introducing your host for the show. Hey, property magicians. How are you? Okay, so welcome to episode 107 of the Property Magicians podcast. If you've just joined us, my name is Vangila Makwakwa and I am the host of the show. I help women of color heal ancestral money trauma so that they can fall in love with their bank accounts, increase income, and live their best lives. I'm the founder of Wealthy Money and I'm also the co-founder of the Wealthy Ones Property Stockfile. Usually, I am joined by my co-host, Dr. Miranda Mulata, and she helps um, property beginners uh, become property investors. She helps beginner investors become um, property investors, like a seasoned property investors, so to speak, uh, taking them from um, one or two properties to getting their second, third, or even fourth properties. Today she is with her daughter, um, she's at a PTA meeting, this is why she can't do the podcast. She's done a solo podcast before and I can't make it, so <laughs> I'm very, very happy to fill in today. Our guest today is Khoni Libilo and he talks to us about making mistakes as a property investor, He talks to us about buying properties in the township and then sectioning, uh, uh, partitioning them and uh, creating more lovely houses, dignified houses, and uh, basically making a forcing appreciation onto the properties, right? So, he buys properties in uh, Tembisa and in Kempton Park. So, Very, very interesting podcast and he goes even so much further, right? He talks to us about getting into debt and driving fancy sports cars, but being heavily indebted and then the mindset shifts he had to do and the strategies he had to do in order to get out of debt and to start qualifying to buy property and to start becoming a property investor. This is such a great and informative podcast. I I know that you guys are going to love it. We talk also about the emotional stuff. So we talk a little bit about some of the emotional stuff around having debt and having to deal with what people are going to say when you downgrade your lifestyle and then some of the mindset shifts that you have to make in order to become a property investor and some of the things that he did to get where he is today. So he currently has four properties and he's on his way to getting his fifth property and has actually done so well in property investing that his property portfolio has started to replace his salary. He's full-time employed and it's gotten to the point where he's property income has now started to surpass the salary, which is the dream, right? Because it means that he can start planning for early retirement. And he's already starting to, he was saying on the podcast that he's given, he'd given himself five years to get to financial freedom. So this is a very fascinating podcast. And um, he does mention Witness Mdaka, one of our first, um, one of our previous guests that we've had on the show. So, very, very cool podcast. But before we go any further, I would just love to remind you guys that we are sponsored by the Wealthy Ones Property Stockfile. So, this podcast is brought to you by the Wealthy Ones Property Stockfile. And we have raised in the last six weeks, (laughs) 1.4 million rand. So that is about 95,000 US dollars, 97,000 US dollars. So it's been amazing, and we've probably gone over that as I record this, right? Because more money has been poured in, and more people are investing into the stockpile. So it has been an incredible journey. Uh, We are now preparing to invest that money into a second deal, and we're also looking into deal number three. So. We are super, super excited about the possibilities. Remember when we started the stock file, we did announce that within the next, um, within the next five years. So by 2024, by the end of 20, uh, no. I lie. By the, uh, by the end of 2026, sorry guys, <laughs> by the end of 2026, our aim is to have 250 million Rand, or about just over 17 million US dollars in property assets w- that we own as a stock file, right? So it looks like that's possible. There are so many possibilities. <laughs> and when we made this intention, we were just, like I was at lunch and our with the Miso and Slindile, who's our coach, and we put out that number and Miso and I had both agreed to it the day before, where I was like, this is what we should say we want, right? And to watch the stock all grow has been incredible. So as usual, I want to invite you guys to join us in this journey on this, on, in holding the intention and holding the vision and being part of the, uh, of this intention and the vision even. And if you want to be part of the stock file, you can go and you're based, I think it's in Swaziland, South Africa, and maybe on Lesotho, you can go to Google Play, Huawei, Petal Search, and the iTunes store and search for Stockfella, Stockfella with an F, so S-T-O-K-F-E-L-L-A, and download the Stockfella um, app, sign up for the app, um, and then go into groups and search for Wealthy Ones Property Stockfella and join us. You can also do this via Google Chrome right? If you're not based in any of those countries, worry not. We have people that are living in Thailand, living in different countries that are participating in the stock file right now. And they did it through uh, joining the stock file using our bank account, right? And also then being part of our WhatsApp group, we take your email, you get all the communication, you don't miss out on anything, just because you're paying and joining the stock file using the bank account you can join by if you're international and not based in these four countries, go to wealthy money.com forward slash stock file. stock file. in this case, S T O K V E L. And we look forward to having you in the stock file. It's going to be An interesting five years. That much I can always promise. That it's going to be very, very interesting, right? So do join us and let's have a let's build generational wealth together, right? So without further ado, please uh, join me in welcoming Clonie and listening to his incredible story, Ken. Hi, Shoni, Welcome to the show. It's so great to have you.
1: Hi, Vanille, How are you?
0: I'm fine. Thank you. Thanks for saying yes to this podcast and agreeing to come share your story with us.
1: It's, it's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Um, it's, 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 a, it's an honor to be here.
0: Yeah, it's an honor to have you. So, Without any further ado, tell us about yourself. Tell us what you do. And then also tell us who you are as a soul.
1: Okay. So, so my name is Lichon um, I go for uh, by a, a lot of names. Uh, some people call me Froni. Some people call me Pafana. Some call me Fisto. So it would depend on the relationship I have with you. So mm-hmm. uh, I was born in Tembisa, um, born and raised. Uh, I'm a father of four. I'm a husband of one. Um, I'm the <laughs> eldest. Of- <laughs> I'm the you know you know sometimes you have people But yeah so I'm the I'm I'm, I'm I'm a husband of one. I'm I'm the eldest <laughs> of three kids. Um, and I'm currently a team leader at uh, one of the major four, one of the four banks, right? Okay. Uh, I'm an entrepreneur, real estate investor, and uh, I run a property management company.
0: Okay, you're a team leader at one of the major banks.
1: <laughs> one, of, yeah, one of the major banks.
0: Okay, I'm very interested. We've had many people on here talk about working for the major banks. Does that give you benefits when looking to be uh, when looking for loans, etc.? Don't worry, people have spilled the beans with us, but then we've also had people that haven't had benefits. So I'm just very interested. <laughs> It's such I, a random I, question. So,
1: so I didn't get the last part. There. The first part there, you got, you got cut a bit, sorry.
0: Oh, sorry. I'm saying, does are there any benefits to working for the banks when it comes to uh, loaning money? <laughs> and I was saying <laughs> that some people have said they are. Some people have been like, nope, got no benefits there. <laughs>
1: Mm, so so with with my bank uh, the bank I work for I must say it's, it's one of the best uh, one of the best banks and um, oh. in terms of staff um, I think they, they actually take good care of us um, in terms of benefits they've got uh, the best benefits I don't know about the other banks but uh, we, we, we do have the, the best benefits for our staff members um, I think in terms of my property journey I um, um, working for a bank actually assisted me a lot in in in, in the purchasing of other properties, because um, um, it it actually the, the the staff rates we call it st- staff rates you know the staff rates they actually <laughs> help us a lot in terms of, um, so so whereas an, a normal person would get your, um, seven percent seven point two five lending rate, they yeah. cut that by two point five percent, so it's a you are kidding trend. me. Yeah, it's not just home loans. So it's um, home loans, it's credit card, it's um, personal loans, um, car loans, which we call uh, vehicle financing. Um, so if you do get a chance to work for a bank, um, I think anyone who's who wants to start this journey, if you can get a chance to work for a bank, it's actually great to work for it.
0: Wow. Like, I'm like why did I never ever want to work for a bank or for anyone for that <laughs> <And>, matter?
1: <laughs> and funny enough, um, whenever I get mad at the bank, I'll say the benefits is the only thing that's keeping me here. But when I'm happy, I'll be like,
0: I like these benefits, you know.
1: So it would depend on the mood. But yeah, we, we, we are we, are, we are well taken care
0: of. 2.5% of cut the loan by, you know. is it doesn't insane that's like you could yeah. get a home loan for five percent or even just a little less.
1: So that it is, is remember amazing. So it would depend, I think now in COVID uh, when the lending rate went down to I think it was 6.5 uh, percent, they were borrowing the borrowing for us was four four 4.25 somewhere. Yeah. So it was, Why, doesn't, it was, yeah,
0: why yeah. doesn't everyone that works works for bank for a bank not do houses and property and own stuff <laughs> and start <laughs> Ubers because you guys have like access to cheap loans like you guys be dominating the Uber market everything.
1: <laughs> wow. I think it's, it's it's the thinking you know um, when 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 you qualify for for a, a, a loan. Um, the first thing you think about um, in most cases, remember, it's not that because you work for a bank, you're not thinking investment. Because um, you find most people, when you when you do qualify for uh, a one million rand loan, um, you've always wanted an, a million rand um, house, so that's the first mm. thing you go for. So and and it's not it it it, it, it gets kept. It's, it, they'll say to you, so we'll give you. 4% on your first three um, home loans um, will give you 4% or on your first three um, car loans or personal loans. So they do cap it, but it gives you that kickstart. So
0: yeah, but most That's, all you, need, really. That's, That's all, really all you need, really. That's really all you need, you know? One is I think all you need, yeah. When we're truly honest, what most people need is just a head start but then there's also the other side that you talk about, that it's not always about what we need. It's also about the mindset. So maybe you do get what you need, but mm. you don't then know how to utilize it, which is a great way to segue I into think, yeah. your journey, right? So tell us about um, <laughs> yeah. how your first house. How did you get your first house? Were you thinking property investing at the time? Why did you buy your first home?
1: so my first when did you
0: buy your first home sorry
1: (laughs) so so my my first house was bought in uh, Pretoria. um so what had happened is my mom fell a bit ill right uh as she fell ill she was taking she was taking a package they gave you a package and she was like no i can't work the stress is too much this is just um a lot of my health um, so you know how you usually, when you see people, they get my, alum sum, you see a person, they'll get a um, lump sum from their company. That money doesn't even last them a year. Yes. Um, me, me, being a worried son, I was like, you know what, can you, can you try something Yeah, Can you try and get into property so that you can get at least some form of passive uh, income? Um, mm-hmm. she was, she was a bit hesitant at first and, but we, we then got, um, an vacant land in Pretoria right um so the initially the the land wasn't for 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 real estate we, we wanted to get um a bottle store there um mm-hmm. so what had happened is um we couldn't get our liquor license it was taking too long mm-hmm. um so it was like uh, it didn't work out we failed but um we then had to move on. So go back to the drawing boards and find other ways to actually get her to get some form of income that's going to take care of her, since she can't work anymore.
0: Mm. And then you guys decided on property. Why?
1: No. So so um, initially, when we we, we, we we had to move to the second property, right? Um, she was like, oh. "No,
0: um,
1: this is the last of, of, of this is the last money that I'm getting." Working, I um, I don't think okay. I'll ever go into working again. I think she was hesitant. Um, I think that the pain of the first property and the, the nerves and all those things actually got to her. So she was like, "No, I can't go into this. I can't continue doing this. Um, you can go at it alone if you're ready, because you still have, yeah. you've got your whole life ahead of you." As as for me, property is no. I'd rather buy something I can see, sell, and get a profit from that um so she was like no go ahead and edit it alone but we still have the stand and uh we, we we have a tenant there um so we, we we she's not making as much as we would have if if we did a, um, a liquor store but she's
0: still getting something mm-hmm. from it like- okay so did your mom ma- you guys didn't build but you leased the land to someone or did you build something and then have yeah, someone used- a tenant move in
1: no, we leased it to a mechanic uh, who's actually doing oh. his, uh, his work there. So he actually uses it as um, his place of, um, of work. Uh, he works from there. He's a mechanic, the guy.
0: Hmm. Okay. That's very, very interesting. So then how did you decide, okay, uh, my mom doesn't want to go into property, but this property thing may be for me. What then made you continue and Get into
1: property investing. I think for me, it's it's just being stubborn. I think I've always been stubborn to say, you know what, if you try something and it doesn't work, try again. Um, mm. So what I what I did is, um, 2015, I s- just after April, all this uh, commotion, I, I was then converted to. I was still a consultant then, and I was converted to to being a permanent employee um my you know when you when you first get your, your nice paycheck um what I did is
0: I, got, I imagine I, had, I haven't had like a real I've never worked let's put it this way I've never worked full-time before except for eight months as a teacher in South Korea <laughs> everyone knows my story like I've always just Ooh, wandered nice. the world mm. <laughs> and worked okay. for myself but I I so, so, so. wanting to know that full life experience of having a full time paycheck. <laughs>
1: no, it's 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 not as great as, as it sounds, um, especially if you don't know what to do with the money. Um, that's why you will find most people when they they work, they'll actually tell you that, oh, you know what? Can't wait to retire." So most people spend. But you guys, guys get benefits. Company, you said.
0: Yeah, you get, you get benefits, benefits but the benefits And you come get a 13th space. check. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <the> 13th. <laughs> 13th Guys, I wanna just ex- I wanna admit Mizo knows this every December I get so annoyed because everybody gets 13th checks, and I've never, <laughs> not once had that experience in my life. <laughs> so
1: the 13th check is a lie. Um, and i'll tell you why i say 13th check is a lie what they do is they say to you here's your annual income right from that annual income they'll say we'll give you this divided by 12 or we'll give you this divided by 13 so the 13th check what they do is they add it at the end of the top what? that's why they call it the 13th check um at least that's how they work at it where i work i don't know about other companies but that's how they do it because what they do is they'll take a portion of your of your salary every month. From they don't take, let's say you get paid ten thousand every month. They'll say to you your annual salary is ten thousand times thirteen, which will be one hundred and thirty. And then what they do is they'll take take a thousand from January right through to November, and then in December give you um, twenty thousand instead of. Um, the 10,000 that you should, you should be getting. So that's how they calculate it. At least that's where, where I work. That's how they do it. So that's how okay, so, i Okay, no. So I feel, some people-
0: what the hell? That is not, yeah. that's not a real thing. Then it's not a 13th check. They're just giving you a salary.
1: They're giving you a salary on the on the 12th month, but because there's not 13 months, then they'll just call it a 13th check. So yeah, look into it. If people, if people want to, they should actually really look into that. It's, that's why in some cases, they'll say to you, do you want your 13th check at the end of the month or do you want us to give it to you broken down in um, monthly portions? So yeah, 13th check is a lie. They must, you must look into that. Be careful. <laughs>
0: yeah. Cool. Guys, no, man. Like, I feel, I feel like too, but I must say, like, I also feel really sad because, like, I had romanticized it in my head, and so mm-hmm. now when you tell me this, I feel <laughs> like this is so wrong, yeah. and I don't even benefit from having it be true, but I still want it to mm-hmm. be true for some reason.
1: So yeah. I had been- I had
0: to- <laughs> so I,
1: I, I I stand to be corrected, but we, I, I work That's how it worked out. And if you uh, just for anyone, just check, look at your piece they'll give you the breakdown. They'll give you the proper breakdown if you take uh, look at your the properly. <laughs> so it's sad. But in anyway, I feel it's like, like today beautiful.
0: this podcast is it has just started and it's already breaking down some <laughs> beautiful <laughs> some beautiful fairy tales.
1: <laughs> No, uh, 13th check is, 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 is it's, 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 it's nice because remember, most people blow their money in December. So you, that's the money you can put away and say this is for school, this is for this, mm. this is for that. That's the nice thing about a 13th check is if you don't get your bonus in December. Um, you can take that uh, money and just put it into something um, that gives you, that helps you in January. Some people will save, maybe. Mm. You know, some people, when it gets to the 1st of January or the 2nd, they don't have money to do anything. So that's when that money yeah. can get Yeah. But wow. you must be careful. Of it. You must be careful with the team check. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's my only thing that I'm not okay with that, right, with, like, how mm. when you're employed – When like your money runs out, your money runs out. Whereas I feel Mm -hmm. like with entrepreneurship, your money runs out, but runs out midday, there's still like a lot of hours in the day to make more money. That's why, you know, so there's just so much, like, I love this about entrepreneurship, but I also definitely, I'm not going to lie. I have envied people having those. That thirteenth check because it's just nice because I always thought it was just like mm. you're just getting extra money but now that I know it's your salary I feel some type of way I feel like my envy has been wasted. <laughs> <over the years. laughs> like, I, like now no, I have, it's I'm okay. like okay that's that's an experience okay, I wanted yeah. to have. <laughs> but when, so in twenty thirteen. Oh, sorry. Continue.
1: T- 20, 2015. Uh, in twenty fifteen, oh. what had happened is I, I was then converted to permanent, um, yes. and I, I had I had uh, I had bad debt. Um, I was driving this nice sports car. Um, I had credit, um, and I was like living beyond my means. It was sad because uh, I I was getting paid, but I had more month at the end of my money um and it's it was said that <laughs> you know you know the same thing about it is that um on the even um, the people that borrow you money will know that okay uh, so i had a friend who got paid on the 15th and then i got paid on the 20th right so this guy would <laughs> he would borrow me money on the 15th and then i would have to pay him back on the year to a point where I didn't even have to ask, you know. Uh, every, <laughs> every month on the 15th, <laughs> he'd <poster>, he'd send <laughs> the money to account and say, I know you're gonna ask, so yeah, here you go, you know. And he's a true friend, I, mm, I, I true had to, friend, that. <laughs> he, he is, and uh, he's still very close. <laughs> 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 so, so, uh, anyway, so uh, what had happened is uh, I had to get my debt, I had to get out of this um, debt trap that I was in and I gave myself two years. I was like, you know what? For the next two years, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to pay off mm-hmm. all bad debt and then just try and create um, uh, a good um, cash flow and, and try and get myself good cash flowing assets, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, because everything that I was um, getting was going straight into, into debt, I had to, to to write down a strategy and say, and then just write down goals and say, how am I going to get myself out of this and get myself mm-hmm. um, cash-flowing assets? And at the same time, one thing I know about myself is that I cannot have money in my account. Um, so I, I, it's either... I use the money for, for, for bad credit or I use it for good credit. And, and I've, it's always been like that, you know, uh, even when I was still in school, when I had 10 rand in my pocket, I passed a vendor, I would want to buy something. So it's like one of those things where I can't have is, money on me. Is mm. it still the same now? Yeah, so so I, 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 I always, I, I always try not to have my, if my money is not allocated to anything, I am going to use it for something that it's not intended for. So, you know, when you say I've got 10,000, 1,000 is for saving, that 1,000 is for saving, it's not mine, I'm not going to yes. use it. This 1,000 is for groceries, that 1,000 is for groceries. But then now if I've got 500 that's left, you know, this five hundred is board money. What I'll do is i would use it for something that makes no sense. So I like to plan around my money.
0: Mm, that's very interesting. Um. Uh, so part of the work that I do is around trauma and money and like allowing. And one of the things I have people practice is allowing money to just sit in the bank and see what comes up for them. <laughs> Uh, guys, you no. can't see the video, but we'll put up some of these videos in a few months. Lonnie's like shaking his head and is like, "No, that's I, never gonna." I be. have,
1: I have tried it. I really have tried it, and it's one thing that I've actually accepted about myself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, that's why I say when I was introduced to this thing to say that um, uh, idle money is board money is. I mm-hmm. knew that these people are talking about me. You know, um, I cannot. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> I cannot um, to you know a thousand sitting there. It just bothers me to say you know. Are thousand, you one of those sitting.
0: that wakes you up in the middle of yeah, the night? <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, I would I would wake, I wake up, I wake up, I wake up a, an hour early just to see what can I do with this thousand today. You know? and it's, 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 it's it's something I've accepted about myself, but I've learned to 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 move around it in terms of I, I allocate money towards other things to say. Um, here's my budget, and this is how I'm going to allocate my money. If this money is in saving, I'm not going to use it. If this money is in an investment, I'm not going to use it. This money is for maintenance maintenance cost. I'm not going to use it. Um, so that's that's how I've actually come gotten around that. But mm-hmm. if money is sitting in my um, account, transactional account, trust me, I am, am going to use it for something. It's not going to make it to my debt.
0: Mm-hmm. This is very fascinating, but I think. What people are interested in more than anything, if they're in debt, um, is can you share your debt repayment strategy? So you were in debt debt and you've just told us something that is so relatable, you know, mm-hmm. about having people borrow you money and not having enough money for the month. How did you then sit down and what was your strategy? Walk us through that so that you could get yourself in order in two years.
1: Okay, so the first thing I had to do was I had to be honest with myself, um, and I had to accept that the lifestyle that I was living wasn't for me. You know, um, driving a sports car, um, uh, having all these clothing accounts, having all these credit cards, is it really working for me or against me? Um, Sat down, came up with a a strategy to actually clear the debt. So I would say that, okay, now what's going to happen? Mm. I get paid this amount and from this amount, how much can I actually, which debt is the one that's the most um, useless, if you may call it that so I then started with the car so the car, what I did Mm -hmm. is um, I then sold the car sold the car and then downgraded to a small, it was the hardest thing I I ever had, apart from selling my my bike uh, to get married um, that was one of the hardest things um, i mm-hmm. have, have ever had to do and um the, the the sad thing wasn't the selling of the car the sad thing was me accepting people around me saying that it's an you know um uh-huh. you
0: thanks for sharing yeah. that actually that is the mm-hmm. hardest thing
1: i think yeah having other people uh who used to say yes let's drive around in your in your nice car and then now you like ah, mm-hmm. you're like i'm like Everyone else, now, you know, I'm driving a normal car, but uh, I had to just, I had to get over that. And once I got that, everything else was, 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 was. I mean, other debts like clothing accounts, clothing accounts, you can just put three months to that and just close it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, um, credit cards, you can also say, you know what, six months I can actually sacrifice um, mm-hmm. a night out and actually close this. But uh, I think the car was the biggest thing for me where I said, you know what, once I sell this car, What do I do? So I then said alternative to that. Whenever I I get out of bad debt, I go to the bank and say, how much do I qualify for in terms of a home loan? It took me two years. So in 2017, in 2017, what what happened is, um, I then went to the bank finally after being told that I don't qualify. I went back to the bank. Okay, how much do I have? I've got okay, you've got three thousand. That's That's a surplus of three thousand. What what do I qualify for in terms of three thousand? They would say, "No, you qualify for X amount." I'd be like, "Nah," but I don't want to get into that stress for for X amount, you know. Um, Mm. And then 2017, luckily enough, I went back to the bank. the The I went back to the employer and said, "Employer, you know what? I've just paid off my personal loan." which was this amount, a personal loan plus this amount. What, how much can I, what can I get for this amount? They gave me that number that I was actually looking for, that magical number that I was looking for. Uh, Mm -hmm. I then bought my first house in um, Tembisa. So this, I went at this alone um, with my wife. So we then Mm -hmm. said, you know what, let's buy this first house. Uh, I got my first house in Tembisa, but which was, if you look at it, it was a second property, but my first house that I was actually going to manage myself.
0: Mm. So tell us more about that house How? What was it? Was it a multi-led? Was it a one-bedroom, two-bedroom? And how did you go about renting it and maximizing cash flow for it?
1: Yeah, you, you know, where I'm from there's, um, there's a lot of multi and you grow up seeing this um, you know, you get a person that um, you, you have a landlord living with four tenants in the same yard um, yes. And then this this is the, the lifestyle we live in, Kukasi, You know. So I would yes. say, I, I then said, you know what? I've got enough. I'm still living with my I'm still living with, with I, I was still living with my parents at the time. Um, mm. So what am I gonna do? I'm gonna buy myself a house. And then the house had um the house had four back rooms. Right? It was a two bedroom oh. house with with four tenants already. Um, so that it was a distress like she was actually, I don't know, I think she was she was in trouble with the, the municipality and had to get rid of the house. She sold me the house. Sorry?
0: No, it's fine. I just remembered that you said it was a two-bed house with four back rooms and four tenants.
1: Yeah, so it was a f- two bedroom house. Uh, it had four tenants in the backyard, right? So it yeah. also had a garage, nice house, uh, it, it had a garage. Um, and the, so mm-hmm. the garage took half of the house. So the garage took, uh, it was just on the side of the house and it took the whole house, right? So what I then did is I converted it into a three-bedroom house. I, I cut the garage just a bit and then turned it into a three-bedroom house. Um. Got a tenant to pay me for a three-bedroom and then the, the four back rooms as well. So that's how I started my, my property journey. It was a multi-day. Wow. Five tenants at the time.
0: Yeah. Wow. Wow. That is amazing. Um, I love that you actually maximize space. So obviously, you were able to cash flow positive from the jump.
1: Yeah. So when it was a two-bedroom, I think uh, we was going to get 3.5 for the two-bedroom. Yes. And then once I got that third bedroom, um, I, it was it was uh, four point five. So it was a jump from three point five to four point five, just for the main
0: house. That is, that is nice. And do you mind telling us, in terms of um, how in terms of cost, how much did you buy it for? We usually uh, you don't <laughs> have to, but this is a podcast where we often share numbers
1: it's just the thing no 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 <laughs> I, I don't I don't mind giving the, the numbers because i, okay. I, I no longer on the house I had to get let go of the house um yeah. so at the time it was 595 right it was 600,000 mm. um yeah. and then my bond at the time was uh 3.2 mm. right that yeah, was 3.2 um, wow so oh yeah t-
0: the interest rate oh <laughs> like trying to do the math in my head and I was like oh yeah
1: (laughs) it was 3.2 and then the four tenants gave me a thousand each um so it was a four I got 8.5 from the 8.5 I then did yeah so it was it wasn't it wasn't a bad house but the only thing the the only reason why I sold the house was the state of the house um so my um, ah. I, I, in, in, in a good month i could barely I, I couldn't even make a thousand out of the house so it was it, it was it was a, a money pit so all the money that i made went back into fixing the house so what, what i had oh, saw when, when i bought the house it was beautiful when i when i bought the house okay. it was beautiful i do not want to lie uh it was just renovated but he uh what the tenant did is she had renovated just the face of the house, so <laughs> I got my cash flow the first month. Got my cash flow the second month. Third month, um, got a plumbing issue. When the wow. plumbing came, plumbing told me that, "Wow, man, this is this is a lot." Because as, as a first-time investor, uh, what what you do is the first mistake that I did was, I, when I got four point five k's, you know, what, I was like, you know what, this is a lot of money. Mm-hmm and yeah you know, it, it went it, it went crazy um i would use the money for 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 personal use i, I didn't save anything um so second month 4.5 this is me going in using that money third month something broke right um i yeah. took the money plus money that I, I i took out from my own pocket and i had to fix the house um everything went downhill from there um making eight, i would celebrate making 800 from that house 500 hundred, I'd celebrate wow. because it was it was really really bad um things were breaking left right and center and yeah to make so, it worse to sorry
0: no keep going i think this is so important for people to hear because what we like Usually we talk about a property that's positive cash flowing on the surface, Mm -hmm. it's positive cash flowing because obviously mortgage, et cetera, but now you're talking about all the other things. So as you tell us everything, and then also tell us also the lessons that you learned from that, what did you learn? Because I'm sure that property made you such a savvy investor
1: that that property is actually the reason why I stayed in real estate because I, I I learned so much and you know being thrown in the deep end when you don't really understand and I didn't have a mentor, so it was mm. just me, my wife advice you know how 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 what are we mm. gonna do what are we gonna do how can we get around this? how can we get around that? um so the first thing that had happened is when there were funny story i always laugh at this Uh, so the the plumber that i got i got the cheapest plumber i looked for plumbers and then i got the cheapest plumber this guy came he fixed what he had to fix he was like no this is not a problem don't worry i can fix this he fixed it same night the same problem again rose I called the guy and like, hey dude, you know what? You just fixed this. Uh, do you remember me? He said, Yeah, I remember you. What's wrong? I just I just fixed I just you just fixed this earlier on and now it's broken again. The guy was like, No, I did I did what I had to do. Um, if you want me to come in again, um, you're gonna have to pay me. I was like, no, I'm not having this. I should have, I should have just went with my, you know, woman. Just always tell you, she was my wife. No, go for this. I don't trust this guy. I I, I don't know what it was intuition. She always says it's intuition. It's our intuition is on point. You know what? Yeah, she was like, you know what? Go with this guy. Like, no, this guy is the cheapest, and we're in this to make money at the end of the day, so we can't be sharing our profits with everyone else. Um, I then had to get another guy, a reliable source, the reliable plumber, who then fixed the, the issue. Um, and to this day, I still have a relationship with him. He's actually a good friend of mine. We, we, we do a lot of uh, plumbing. If I have a plumbing issue, I can call this guy at 3 o'clock in the morning and say, you know what, hey, there's a problem. He'll drive there, and then he'll charge me the following day. So we have that relationship. We've built that. But it was through pain that I had to get the guy.
0: Mm. So what are some things that you learned from that? How, why, why do you say this property is the reason, this entire experience is the reason why you stayed in property investing and became a property investor?
1: So once I got this guy, we started fixing, as I said, we started fixing those things. And the the good thing about having a, a reliable plumber is that a reliable plumber will know a reliable electrician. A reliable electrician mm. will know a, a reliable builder. So I think it's, it's it's that thing of if if I go to a reliable plumber, if, if maybe I get um, references to say, you know what, Vanyle, please go. Um, let's say I'm a, I'm, I'm a plumber and you're an electrician. Vanyle, please go yeah. fix uh, this guy. I've got a customer, one, two, three. Can you just assist them with these electric, electrical work? Um, mm. Remember... We that that's how they work. They work on reference. That's why you'll find yes. that you'll, you will find that sometimes you'll find just the plumber, and he'll bring your electrician. He'll bring the, the they, they work in that network of of reliable plumbers, reliable um mm-hmm. electricians. Mm-hmm. So after that, after I got this guy, um, he then gave me a, 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 a reliable electrician because the electric the electrical also needed a bit of work. Um, no then, way.
0: Yeah, everything but, needed
1: work. This house was beautiful. I don't know. It was like a woman that put on makeup, you know. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. <laughs> but once the makeup was taken off,
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: it's another story. You know, it was it was something else. I was I was fixing this, I was fixing that. And I think it, it you know when you want it, it it then took the passion out of it because mm. I wasn't now enjoying um, yes. having this property and it was one of those things where I need something that's going to give me, I, I was, I was, I came into this to get money, but I'm actually giving money in, yes. you know? Um, and I think I actually fixed most of the things. And then I was like, you know what? I need to, I just need to cut my losses and get and just get rid of this one,
0: mm-hmm. which I did. Yeah. And then how did you move forward? So now you've just had this crazy experience I'm sure most people would be like, "That's it, I'm out. <laughs> this is not for me." So, how did you then move forward, and also make sure that the next property wasn't a money pit? So,
1: so I, what I did now is uh, remember now I'm in pain. Right? So, okay, yes. let me move to the next. Let me move to the next house. Um, funny enough, when I sold the house, I got a, a nice profit from it. Um, I got nice, wow. a, a nice profit. Yeah, when, when, when I fixed it up, uh, the, the value, had, had, when, I, when I'd done fixing it, uh, the value had gone up and the bank gave me a nice, nice uh, thing. The, 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 they gave um, me a nice uh, capital gains on that one. Um, so we moved to, to the next house. and mean, I was like, you know what? I'm never, I'm, I'm over buying a house um, in Tempe. So I'm going to just move to Kempton Park, Beach Acres area. Mm, um, I got a okay. house in uh, Pacheco's, uh, a nice house. Um, it was bigger square square meter. Um, there was um, a garage. It had um, what's this? It had staff quarters, and uh, so it had, so it had two staff quarters and it had a double garage. Uh, what yeah. I then did was I took the money from this house, and then I was like, you know, what, I'm going to divide this garage. I'm going to fix up the staff quarters and see if this is actually going to help me um, get the cash flow that I want. Um, and then, when going to buy this house, I took my friend, the electrician, um, no, the plumber. And I was like, you know what? I need you to at least, even if you don't see these things firsthand, and help me see if there's anything that I might actually cut mm-hmm. the numbers on. You know, um, we then went to the house, um, not the first viewing, the first viewing I went alone. And I was like, you know what? I've got a house that I'm actually interested in. Uh, would you mind um, going with me to actually check if there's anything that uh, I might have missed? He then went there with me, Um, he checked, he checked. He was like, no, this house does have work, but it's not a lot of work. Um, Went back to the uh, real estate agent and said, you know what? I know this house is is nice, but there's a few things that I would have to fix. It actually helped me negotiate the price down, um, got the house, divided the garage um, into two, and then Mm -hmm. used the staff quarters, fixed them up, and then already I had four tenants um with those four tenants i then took the house partitioned it and then yeah that's my that's my third but second house
0: okay um, so, so you yeah. you had four tenants to start up with by the end once you did the renovations how many tenants yeah. did you have
1: so i partitioned it was a uh, three bedroom so i partitioned it into two uh, it was mm. two 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 bathrooms so i took first the two bedrooms that it um into uh, divided them into the one unit and then the other bathroom with the dining room, sitting room, kitchen. So it was uh, partitioned into two. Um, so I had six tenants in
0: order. Oh, nice. And how, what was that experience like? I'm sure you'd learned from the first one. That one, so that, 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 one was, to... that
1: one was that. Uh, that one was actually easy. It's it's I think of all the the properties that I have, this is the, the this one was the easiest one. And I think it was just God saying, Norman, this is your path. Um, I know you got hurt the first time. Uh, just just try this one out. And yeah, I tried it out and it actually worked out nicely. Um I still have the house, I still own own the house and it's still giving proper cash flow.
0: Oh wow, that is absolutely lovely. So then what about the other properties? Um, how did you then, uh, for the when you moved on from that property, did you get refinancing? Did you refinance at the third property, which is actually the second property, right? Did you refinance it <laughs> and buy another property?
1: Um, no, remember, so I'm still, I'm still paying my debt. Um, I'm still paying my debt at this time. Uh, yeah. I managed to finish um i, I managed to, to to pay off i paid off my car very quickly actually uh, oh, i managed okay. to pay off my uh, my car the bank then gave me a call and say hey you are for you can afford this um I was like okay mm-hmm. instead of getting another car what I'm gonna do is i'm just gonna apply for another home loan uh,
0: mm-hmm. i applied for
1: a home loan refinance this one because this uh, this was now in 2020 yeah lying. it was 2019. Okay. I got my second property in 20. No, 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 no. Wait, wait. Um, I'm lying, Wangili. Okay. I bought, I bought, I bought a house in um. I bought another house in pachecas right? Yes. When I bought this house, when I bought this house in 2019, I bought another house in pachecas Um, same squeeze oh. as the other one. What I oh, then okay. did is I then uh, my, my parents were like, "We want to live uh, in. The, we want to move out of Tembe." So I was like, "Yeah." this this house is just a yard with a big uh, it was a house with a big yard and yeah. i initially wanted to um i initially just wanted to turn it into um i wanted to to to, to build outside rooms and then i was going to take the money to refinance that other house and build the mm-hmm. rooms there but my parents were like no what we can do we want to move into this house because this is actually a nice house um you can't be building here and all of that <laughs> i was like okay fine you guys can take the house but what, what what's going to happen to your current house? Uh, they were yeah. like, um, you can you can have this house. It's a, it's your um, it's a, it's it's your what's this, lefa? We call it lefa. It's your yeah. I mean,
0: uh, it's,
1: it's your inheritance. Yeah, so it's, it's your inheritance. Yes, that's the word I'm looking yeah. for. Thank you. Um, so what I then did is I because my my parents' um, house is in Tembisa. What I then mm. did is uh, it was another opportunity for me to try again at Tembisa. Mm-hmm. Right. Um I then took their house and um my parents' house was a three-bedroom. It had a lounge. Um it was a dining room, kitchen, and a lounge. Right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then it had a garage, a double garage and an outside room. Yes. So what I then did from strategy. What I'm gonna do is I'm not gonna get and partition rooms only. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take these rooms and give people a lifestyle that you can get in Madrid. Right. I took that. that. that, I then took the house, divided it into, I took the the dining room and sitting room and made it into one, put um, a shower into it. I I put a shower um, and then put a, a stove, a stove and then a small kitchen unit. Right. Oh, I did that. I did that to the two double garage outside because it it, it was far from the it's just, it's a distance from the house. I did that with, with that as well. Got a tenant for that. Got a shower, got in an, and, and then I just converted the whole house uh into seven units, eight. Um every every unit is gonna have its own shower. It's gonna have its own. Uh, kitchen unit, uh, so that people can actually have that you know that mid rent lifestyle where you just if you want to go make your, your own food, you don't have to now go uh, uh, wait and you know the two plates. Though, you know, <laughs> what we're gonna do now is we're gonna try. We're gonna we're gonna give you a lifestyle, but because of my this is where this is where I say um, the bank actually takes care of us because of my um because of my lo- my loan uh, rate, I, I could actually give them that. Yes. At a lower price, yes. Um, so, I, I, even my units now, um, because of my my, my uh, rate, I don't. I, I don't you get people saying, "How do you charge so little for such a?" Because, um, I'm paying a thousand more than what you make your tenants pay. I'll be like, but for now, it, it works because I work for a bank. They give me mm. a very low rate. And wow. having seven having, having seven people that that are paying less helps me keep them longer. And I, I've had ten weeks wow. now in, in, in my parents' house in twenty. had moved in, twenty nineteen, um, April. Wow. Still living there to this day. You know, um, I still have people that are still living there to this day. Yes, you'll have those tenants that buy houses. They have to move. You know, tenants that you won't keep seven mm. tenants. Yes, unless you're really, really good at what you do and people really like living where you you, 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 you give them a, a place. But um, most people actually like that cheap price, mid-grands yes. and kind of lifestyle, but go you know. So that's yes. why people, people actually like that.
0: Yep. We've had many guests on the show come to talk about that. Even with the Wealthy Ones property stock file, we Mm -hmm. have invested uh, the first deal. So the Property Magicians podcast has a stock file um, that we started and we've Mm. invested, the first deal that we've invested in has been in Township Development with one of our guests, Levokhang Levitev. I, mm, I cannot remember, yeah, I can't remember what a podcast episode he is, but he's he also does developments along the mm-hmm. same line, which mm-hmm. I think is so needed, right? Because yeah, a lot of times when people are, especially for us, you're coming for, when I say us, I mean black, um, young black graduates, they come out mm-hmm. of university or black people in general. We come out of university and you don't have, you need to get a car. You're going to work in the suburb well, in the towns, in the city, but you're living yeah. a Gokasi and then you need to get yourself a car and you also need to get better living conditions, etc your paycheck can't stretch to cover all these things, especially at like an entry-level salary. Mm -hmm. So now if you have some place where you're able to sort out your accommodation at a really decent price, and then all you have to worry about really is the car, and you can get yourself a secondhand car in the meantime and go to and fro, at least it gives you time to build up some savings so that you can then go start your real estate investing journey or just become a homeowner but also have investments mm. and savings.
1: Yeah. So with that, I like that. I like the, the fact that uh, we're doing so much uh, for our hoods. But um, the one thing that um, I'm actually... It, it's a pain, and there's nothing I can actually do about it. it is now more and more people are, are getting cars, and the parking is is just your case. I don't uh, know. Um, we 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 lose a lot of tenants because of the small spaces that these houses are built yeah. on. Um, and you, you don't you know you'd have um space for just two cars. So yeah, yeah. if I can get a way to actually. Fix that, and yeah, I'll still stay in so Like I'll, I'll you know what really?
0: my aunt does. I don't know if this will, I don't know if this will work in other hoods, but I'm just gonna say what happens at our house. So my aunt took over my grandmother's house. All the siblings agreed she was the best person for that, and she and I worked together on her finances, figuring stuff out, and then she built back rooms. And Mm. with that, I have a car. When I go to visit, my cousin has a car. She has a car. The tenants sometimes have cars. So then we just started asking neighbors and we live right next. So the house is right next to a church. So that makes a Mm. big difference, right? So then she spoke to the church and asked if, the cars can be parked there at night using the uh, the day yard, and then some mm. tenants we pay them money. So you pay them a small You're, fee it, every month. Oh, sorry, you uh can you hear me? Hello. Your light
1: is a bit bad. Can you hear me? I don't know if yes, it's my I, line or your line. Yeah, yeah, now I can, I can hear you. Fine. I, I, sorry. I, I lost, sorry, I lost you at I lost you at church there. Um, so yeah, I, let me just.
0: So, so you, we live around. Has, So yeah, there's a church next door. Church. Yeah, and she asked yeah. the church if they can park there, if tenants can park there. And sometimes I park there, other people park there. And then also the next door neighbors, she asked them if they have, mm, if they don't mm. have tenants, hey, can my people park there? And they'll pay you a small fee. So you just mm, there are I'm other losing people. You. That's also
1: using
0: you again. Okay, this is weird. Okay, I'm just gonna switch off my video for a second. Can you hear me now?
1: Yes, I can hear you perfectly. So I I tried that. I tried to to talk to the neighbors, um, but uh, it comes at a at a fee. So they'll say, okay, if you want your tenants to park in our house, uh, we'll get them to we'll get them to pay um, 150, 200, whatever the amount. Um, so now you need to work around that and say to a tenant, you know what, you're my tenant, but you're going to be paying, your car's going to be paying next door. So it then gives it a bit of a, you know, there's that, um, I wouldn't say, but there's a bit of struggle in that. Um, so uh, yeah, I've, 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 So now you have to advertise sometimes and say no parking.
0: You, you definitely know, it, have it works. to pay. It still works. But you have to pay. And yeah, my... Yeah. On our side, on my aunt's side anyway, her tenants are willing to pay. because again, like yeah. how you're speaking about it, right? is that if they had to go to Midrand, they'd probably pay, be paying double or even more yeah. than double for what you're offering. So when, you're, mm. when they're paying just an extra 250, the right tenants will stay.
1: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. So that's that's my biggest problem there. But apart from that, the traffic is nice. You'll always have tenants, guys. You'll never, you'll never miss. You never go two to three months um, mm.
0: without a tenant,
1: especially with the strategy like this.
0: Mm. Wow, I love it. So did your strategy change for your next properties after you had this experience in Tendisa, or did you continue with a uh, different strategy?
1: Uh no, it's still my strategy. So if I do buy anything um what I do is it's the same strategy.
0: Uh mm. but
1: I I I am not just I'm not just buying coca because um mm. you know with 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 uh, with, with uh, I recently bought a house last year late, right? I think in August it was registered. I worked on it August September, October. Right, um, I saw the 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 cash flow there because what happens now is that people have got cars, as I said, and people want parking. It's better to park my car next to my unit. Um, mm-hmm. So there, it's the, the 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 price is a bit higher. But yeah. you've got that convenience of saying, you know, this is. I've got my. I just park my car, my groceries. I don't have to say hello, my I move around and then you know, <laughs> it's I park here. I go into this unit.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so no, I. I yeah, guess so
1: I have changed a bit, but uh, I just changed the area. But the strategy is still the same. I just changed okay. the area, but the strategy is the same. Uh, so now we just go. we just go for these um, areas that have got bigger squares. Um, mm. so that we don't have to go be asking that person that, hey, can you do this? Can you do that for us?
0: Mm. Okay, so you said you changed the area. So are you still in Tembisa or are you at a different area altogether?
1: So, so now I I, I I do both. I do Birch Acres and Tembisa. Ah,
0: okay, that's yeah. nice. So you kept Campton Park and Tembisa? Yep. Okay. Awesome. So what you've told us who you've had in your network, right? Who else do you have in your network apart from the plumber and the electrician? Who else is a must have as part of your tribe?
1: Um, so for, for my tribe, uh, the, the, people that I'm actually closer to is the guy, there's a guy that, um, actually I'm, uh, what's, uh, now I lost the name, Miranda, uh, that, that I met Miranda through. Um, so he, he, he's actually one of the guys that I'm actually close to. He helps me out a lot on property because he's been in it for a very long time, 15 years, if I'm not mistaken, and we grew up okay. together. So, um. I think he was also on your podcast. So it's, 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 he, Are you he talking helps me about Witness? Say, yes, I grew up with Witness. So Witness <laughs> is, 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 is a very true yeah. friend of mine. So um, okay. he actually helps me out in terms of that. Um, he's he's one of the people that I go to even before, you know, hey, Witness, what can I, how can I do this? How can I do that? And it actually helped me out to say, you know what? Hey, watch out for this, watch out for that. So he plays a sort of a mentor role. And uh, mm-hmm. he's a friend at the same time. So I know, and, and yes. the one thing you must know about him is he's very honest. So he'll tell you what works uh-huh. and what doesn't work. So um, that's that's uh, a person that you keep in your network. Another person you must keep in your network is uh, I've, I've got rental agents because some tenants come and tenants go. So you need to have close relationships with um, the rental agents, the guy that can help you maintain the guy that can help you, you know, um, say, you know what, uh, watch out for this these tenants are not good the reason why and especially if, if if you've got a relationship with your agent what they do is before the tenants move in especially if they know the tenant they'll tell you you know why this guy is moving out of there please watch out for this he's moving out because he missed two months rent just just have that in in, in mind when you, you you when you have him as a tenant so that's another person another person I like very much is the guys that go out and source nice deals for us. Um, Real estate agents. Those guys will, yeah. go. if if they do have a relationship with you, they'll give you a call and say, "Hey, there's a distressed property here. You don't have to buy it for this much." And then you you find that sometimes they even give you a strategy to say, "You know what? Come out, come come at this number, right? Um, if mm-hmm. a house is a million, come come to this number, right? I'll try and, and uh, convince this guy to actually say yes to that." Um, and I've actually had really the guys that actually helped me buy some of the houses is is there. I have very very close relationships with them, and they help out. And having them in in your in your tribe is is actually good because um, I, I wanted to go to the bank in, in the property that I've I, I built. Um, I, I I was doing a deal on in September. Um, I wanted to actually go and get a loan to build there, mm-hmm. and they were like, "No, man, why don't you try and refinance this property? Why don't you try and refinance the property that your parents are living in?" Right? Seeing yes. that it's, uh, you know, I went I went there, the bank was like, yeah, we can give you money for that. Um, they came and they gave me money to actually build and do some renovation on other properties. So it was actually mm. nice. So, oh, yeah, wow. those are the people that I, I, I keep around.
0: That is awesome. Okay. So, do you and mind? You t- and you also
1: need emotion.
0: And you also need.
1: People that are going to help you emotionally because uh, it is an emotional journey. Um, I think if you've got proper support, people that actually lift you up when you're down and say, you know, man, don't worry. If these things happen. Get up, try again. So mm-hmm. in, in my case, it's family. You've got, um, I've got real family that actually assist and say, you know what, man, hey, don't worry, man. Keep your chin up. Go again. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm so glad that you just brought in the emotional element, right? That is super Mm. important. So can you tell us some of the things that you've done to work through our doubts and challenges, emotional challenges, when things go wrong? I don't think that we talk enough about that, that it's not just about the practical pivots that you need to make. it's also about the mindset and mm-hmm. emotional pivoting that needs to happen.
1: Yeah, so I think fear is always there uh, because uh, none of us are psychic so you might buy you mm-hmm. might buy the the best property in the best location and still not get tenants. Mm-hmm. Um, you know you know you don't know for sure that you'll get tenants however um I mean you gotta risk it to get the biscuit. Um, you cannot eat if you don't try um, so it's things that you need to get th- you need to get through especially if you've got um, a network of people that tell you that no go for it if you fail you fail but if you win you win big so um, yeah. I think in terms of fear I do talk to people I mean it's not uh, buying a house is not like buying um a, a pair of jordans at the shop you you, you need to have um, you need to be sure about what you are doing so you you yeah. get people that actually say no man go go for it go for mm. it if you fail you'll fail if you if you get it you'll get it and then if you fail, yes. you'll learn, you know, you'll learn for your next mm. one. So, yeah, mm. I think uh, people, that are, people around me actually help me manage the fears more. And the more you, the, the more you, you do it, is the, the, the better you can actually um, get those fears. I think with my first property, I was excited but very scared. But now when yes. I buy, because I know that this thing might work, I've bought in this area before, it might work. Yeah. Excuse me. It might work. So go for it, you know
0: yeah you have you start to develop your own systems, you start to have a marketing mm-hmm. strategy. you know what's worked, what hasn't worked, and when something doesn't work, you mm-hmm. can go back to the drawing board. I think mm-hmm. it sounds a lot like uh, with entrepreneurship, it's like I noticed that when I first mm-hmm. when I started my first company, I failed, like my first four businesses were absolute disasters for years, you know, because <laughs> I've mm-hmm. just spoken about like how I didn't really, I've never really held down a proper job, right? So yeah. it was always just like figuring things out. So after some time, though, it just something just sort of clicks after a few years, you learn from that. And now as I start more on new things, it's just easier, like I have more of an idea of How I operate, self awareness, right? What are some of my challenges? Who Mm. I need to hire and why? What kind of strategies I need to put in place, even though it's totally different industries. I can, I always Mm. have an idea because I've learned so much from all the various failures and disasters, which actually works in my favor now.
1: That's, that's true because it's, it's like with everything. Um, if you're just going to buy one property, uh, for me it was you're just going to buy one property and you're going to get cash flow, yes, but there's going to come a time where things go up and you're going to be breaking even, especially if you keep refinancing. Yeah. So it was that thing of you need to get more for you to get to that place where you want to get mm-hmm. to because I had always told myself that, you know what, I don't want to work beyond 40 when I'm 40, yes. I'm gonna be living my best life. That luxury life that I had to give up mm-hmm. back then is the life that I'm actually gonna be living. And I actually, I actually yeah. said to myself, I'm giving myself five years, 2017 to 2023, to be financially free, which is something mm-hmm. that I, I'm, I'm seeing now. You know, I, 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 yes. I have the the income that's coming from the properties is actually more than my salary now, and and it's one of those things. I
0: love that.
1: If, if I were to quit, the only thing I, I hope people that I work with are not going to be listening to this, but if if I were to quit my job <laughs> now, um, the only thing that, that's going to happen is now the benefits are going to be taken away and everything yeah. is going to go up. And that's going to be a rippling effect on my tenants because now I'm going to have to charge them like everybody else charges. I'm going to have to, you know, the, that that little yeah. benefit is what's keeping me in the bank currently, whereas if I – if I leave, everything is just going to skyrocket and mm. it's going to be, it's not just going to be a thousand rand difference for me, but it's going to be, it's going to go into ten, fifteen thousand because everything is on.
0: Oh wait, rate. when you leave, you lose the staff rate too, you lose the interest yeah. rate that Ooh. you've been paying. Ooh.
1: Yeah, who's going to take care of you if you're not working for them? They would never take care of you if you're, working, if you're not if you're no oh working for God, them. Oh my God, no! The minute you awful. leave, <laughs> you leave a bank, you leave the benefits behind. So if I do leave, everything is going to go up and it's not just going to go up. I'm going to be charged. Like, There's a thing with, with um, here's the thing. When I, when I bought my first property, my credit wasn't the best. Right? Yes. but because I work for a bank, they could actually adjust it to staff rate, which was um, normal rate minus two point five. So wow. I, 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 I think that's that's why I say I'm, I'm actually grateful for the bank because if if I were, if I would if I were to go there and I wasn't a staff member, I was actually going to be. I wasn't going to qualify for that house mm-hmm. that, that was in Timmy's. I was never going to qualify for that. They were going to tell me that wow. you've got bad credit, first of all, and affordability. Mm-hmm. So it was it, it, it's a sad thing that they said, you work for us. We're going to take care of you. So here, yeah. here's the thing. You're going to be paying this amount. So I was happy and I was actually grateful to actually work for a bank at the time. Well, I still do, but yeah, I was actually grateful.
0: That is fascinating. Okay, I never thought of that. Okay, now no, you leave, um, you in retrospect, the there was no, there's no point. Like I can't see myself like my, yesterday my financial advisor was like, I actually can't even imagine you working for someone for like five months. Like, I could. I, I pushed mm. eight months in South Korea. I can do eight months. That's <laughs> not good. Mm. Just to. But yeah. after that, it, I was it, like, It has yeah. its
1: stresses. It has its stresses. But
0: and... I just feel like, And you can't have a fixed contract, I imagine, because you have the staff rate and you can't say, I'm being fixed at this interest rate.
1: No, No, because it's just
0: a benefit. Okay.
1: Yeah, once you leave, what they do is they adjust it. And they don't adjust it to um, the lending rate. They adjust it to your credit at the time. So if you have bad credit at the time, they're going to do is they they might even go up to a 10 percent 13 for me that's suicide guys i've never paid more i've never paid more for 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 anything um you know everything that i've paid for was on staff frame and and actually i was having a conversation i had a conversation (laughs) with uh, a friend of mine this other time and he was like why don't you quit your job? And I explained this to him. And he was like, Oh, I know a guy that works for a bank. This guy is a manager there and he's got so much money. That's why he doesn't leave. And I was like, Yeah, because it's that thing that holds you there. You know, but it's good, but it keeps you there. You know, it's a benefit that it you can't. You else, so it keeps you there. it keeps you there. I don't know how I feel but about this.
0: So on the one hand, I'm like, wow. On the other hand, I'm like. Feeling like no, like every part of me just like. (laughs) It's not bad.
1: Yeah, it's not bad. It it just gets frustrating when you 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 play around with them. You know, you you play around saying, "Okay, can I afford to Mm. lose fifteen thousand or ten thousand, whatever your amount is, because it's going to be different for Mm. you individual." But uh, can I afford to lose that? And remember, I've also got personal loans now. That personal loan now is going to go up from one point five to uh, two thousand ish. And then when you tell you the numbers and put them together, then it's 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 it's, it's um um it's, it's it's sad. That's why you'll find that a person sure. can 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 get offered a a job at another industry, like not financial or not at a bank. And then they'll say, "No, yes, your money's more, but when you think about it in retrospect, I'm actually going to be getting paid less."
0: This is fascinating. Wow, yeah. guys, these are this is. <laughs> very very smart of the banks this is how you retain yeah. great employee uh, employees right and these yeah, are what they, they call do. the golden handshake or uh, the golden handcuffs
1: yeah they they, really they, they, they take good care of us they take good care of us but yeah. once you leave though so, yeah you're no longer part of the family so pay what everybody Ooh. else is paying <laughs> <laughs> oh wow okay
0: uh, Shoot, yeah, i I, mean. I i am I am shook. I am (laughs) bored. I don't like, you you've given us so, so much today. My final question Mm -hmm. before we move on to the next segment is how many properties do you have now?
1: I've got uh, four and then working on my fifth one. So we're currently looking for a fifth one. Um, And then the good thing is that now the time of me buying properties has, has actually shortened. Um, whereas uh, mm. first property to second property was a year. Um, and then second property to the third was less than that. And then now um, I bought the property in August and now it's what, January and I'm looking for another one. Um, I nice. just did, um, the, uh, but yeah, I'm looking for another property. So if anyone knows of any properties out there that are very cheap, um, just know that I come with hard negotiation. I don't, I don't just take uh, but if you know anyone who's, who's selling, please uh, let me know. I am currently looking for another one.
0: Oh, I'm sure there are people <laughs> here listening. Do you do joint ventures? Because sometimes we've got people that are here and they've got something, but they may be strapped for cash or something else. Yep. Or looking for a skilled yep. person to partner with. You would consider them as well?
1: Yes, I would. Um, I would. I think this is what you said you'll ask me at the end. Sorry for jumping the gun.
0: It's okay. We can come right back to it. So <laughs> do, let's move on to the next segment of the show. Now on to the journey to magical expansion, where we ask our guests the same five questions we ask every guest hey property magicians so welcome to magical feedback just a short snippet once more a reminder that we are sponsored by the wealthy ones property stock If you want to be part of this incredible journey and be part of this insanely exciting intention and vision that we are holding to build generational wealth by having 250 million rand in property assets in the Stockfell within the next five years, then you can definitely join us by going to Stockfella if you're based in Namibia, South Africa, Swaziland and Lesotho. Go download the StockFella app, and then search for groups and ask to join the Wealthy Ones Property Stockfile. right? And then, if um, you're not based in if you're not based in any of these countries, we do have a bank account with international people who have already paid over who've paid about 575000 from international monies into the bank account uh, of the $1.4 million that we've raised. And they've joined just using our bank details and then joining the WhatsApp group and then part of the mailing list, and we keep all their details, Right. Um, so you can go to wealthy-money.com forward slash Stockfile, S-T-O-K-V-E-L, to find out how to join the Stockfile, right? So we really, really look forward to having you as part of the Stockfile. So without further ado, we, um, well, I'm saying we, I'm so used to having these as my co-host and banter person. This is so strange (laughs) doing the podcast, uh, doing the Property Magicians podcast on my own, (laughs) but I shall persevere, right? So I've got three feedbacks for you guys, uh, three takeaways, right? So takeaway number one from the episode with Tony was, he said he, he, to get out of debt, he had to be honest about his lifestyle, Right. Something so small yet so big, right? I think what I'm taking away from this is something that I resonate deeply with. When I was deep in debt, I had to get to a point of deep honesty with myself about my relationship with money. I was one of those people that was like, I need help to get out of this. Right. And I was very honest with myself because I had been trying for years to get out of debt and hadn't been able to do it. But then like, and then with that, I think what I learned in that process was a lot of self-honesty as well, right? So understanding yourself. He talks a lot about being honest with himself that the lifestyle he was leading wasn't actually helping him in any way, right? And that he needed to downgrade his lifestyle. And then just having to hear the things that people were saying, right? He had to be okay with that. To hear people say that he has fallen, there is no... (laughs) <laughs> English word to best describe this, right? I guess like the best way to say that is like you've lost your mojo, right? But like, it's kind of like you've fallen, which is wheel, right? So he had to deal with that. But because he understood his why and why he was downgrading and he had already had that conversation with himself as to what is it that he truly wanted in his life, he was able to... Um, work with that and just be able to listen to what people were saying, take it in, and then just continue building his vision. And I think more than the self-honesty, what I'm realizing is that often, and I realize this often as an entrepreneur, is that your vision and your desire for whatever it is that you are creating has to be greater than what uh than your fear of criticism and your fear of rejection and this is not to say that like you ignore the fear of rejection and the fear of criticism because i definitely struggled with most with both of that and more because of my panic attacks my depression etc so i was in a very critical stage right but you can definitely work through that. They don't have to define you. So really, really connecting with your vision and then working through the fears, working through um, the loss of friends at times and having people doubt you, right? That is okay, right? As long as you know where you're headed. I think that's super, super important and very, very powerful. And also uh, on top of that, So he did, he talked about all that stuff, the honesty, et cetera, but then he also had a strategy. So it's great to work through the emotional stuff and to know yourself and have that self awareness. That is the emotional intelligence side, right? But also have a strategy of how am I going to get out of this debt? What am I going to do with the money? How am I going to be able to, uh, to pay off this debt? So I love that. Okay, and then the second, uh, my second takeaway is (laughs) how um, he bought a property and he got the cheapest plumber. Hmm. Very, very interesting, right? But I think, what is it? Um, I think it was Warren Buffett that said this. He said, price is what you pay, value is what you get, right so most of us always want to go for the cheapest option and this is one of those things that i talk about which is that when you're starting out i think in business or property or whatever it makes sense most times that everyone's like oh I just want the cheapest option and sometimes yes it's not to say the most expensive is always the best option but what you want to do is get the most reliable and the most um and the person that actually knows their job job right so the cheapest plumber is gonna you're gonna soon realize why they are the cheapest plumber right sometimes and that's not to say that really great people don't undercharge because that happens a lot right but but getting someone hiring someone just because they are the cheapest isn't always the best move and I love how he then realized that actually I need to get the most reliable person and that, Rock stars, which is what we also learned from bigger pockets, is that rock stars know other rock stars, right? Is that they kind of know each other because they refer other people to they are people. They also have their own networks or they get to know these other rock stars and do work together. And they get to learn, they also get to see who are the people that do really, really good work. So always look for the person that is best at the job, is reliable. And then he talks a lot about from the plumber, he was able to meet the electrician. And then one day the same electrician is the one that he took to go get the next house to help him see the next house, to look at the wiring, to look at all those things. So having that network is super important and building that network is super important, right? And then I guess my uh, final takeaway is the takeaway right at the beginning of what Tony said, which he was saying that people once – Uh, you hear that you qualify for a 1 million rand house, the human, I want to say like, it's the human condition, right? The human instinct, human conditioning, Makes you want to then go and get a million Rand house. But we've heard on this podcast often how just because you qualify for that one million Rand house doesn't mean you have to use all that money on one property and go get the dream property. You can actually use that money to buy different, uh, to buy maybe two properties. You don't have to go use everything, right? So just because you qualify for a certain amount when it comes to property doesn't mean that you have to use it all on the dream house and to use all of that on one property. So something to really sit down and consider and consider and ponder. And he did say that that was also a little bit of mindset and understanding what your vision is right so yeah i hope you guys are enjoying this podcast uh this particular episode i will say i'm having a blast so without further ado let's move on to the next segment of the show on to the next segment of our show magical feedback from our hosts where our hosts share their three takeaways from today's episode. So, Sonny, tell us, what book changed your life?
1: Um, So for me, the the book that changed my life um, is a book that I was given by um, a guy that I used to work with. Um, We we still work in the same, he still works for the bank, but he's moved to another department. Uh, The book is titled Sumo. S-U-M-O. So it's a, it's an abbreviation for shut up, move on. Um, it's a book about mindset. Um, so as I said, I, I used to think that, um, you know, everything, I, I, I think I used to hold on a lot onto negativity. So mm-hmm. when you find that you would do something bad to me, I would just hold on to the negativity longer than I would the, the positivity. So what it actually, what the book talks about um, is about Things happen, and you don't have control over it. So you need to, if something is not working for you, just shut up and move on. Uh, it's by Paul McGee. It's, it's an actually uh, an interesting book. Uh, that's that's my favorite book of all time. And then in finance, I think um, we, we, we all love the same book, especially for people that are in real estate. I think if you haven't read this book, um, I don't know which, which rock you've been under. Um, so it's uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And for me, it's the cash flow quadrant. Uh, they're both by Robert Kiyosaki. I love those books because uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad actually speaks about how you can get yourself assets. And the cash flow quadrant actually speaks about how here you can move from being an employee, employee, employee to an employer to a businessman, and to being an investor. So it actually breaks down the four quadrants and it's actually quite nice. I love those books. Oh, and another one about mindset that I read. Um, this is a nice book it's by um, Stephen uh, Covey it's uh, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People I love Mm. that book because it talks to the mindset and how you need to change your thinking because um, when bad things happen you need to I don't know I won't say you can't be positive all the time but you need to think about how this the outcome of this will be great. So I love those um, mindset uh, books that actually talk about how you can get yourself out of a situation. Um, It might be stressful, but just always think of um, a better day.
0: Mm, Love that. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. I think it, I mean, like, I think mindset is key. So Mm. I love that. It's one, I definitely think it's one of the pillars because I feel like it's Mm. mindset and body and then it, it, it's it,
1: like it, behavioral it. stuff. It does carry you because um, a lot of people yeah. who, uh, would be very, very far. But because of that mindset and just holding yeah. on to this. And, you know, with this book, um, the, um, the, the Sumo, it just tells you that, you know, life is going to happen to you. Um, yeah. You might be, you know, you might be a billionaire, but life is still going to happen to you because that's the one thing you don't have control over. It's life. So, man, if it doesn't yeah. work for you kill it and just move on to something else move on to the positive
0: yep i think so life will always happen no matter what so no, what keeps you, you inspired
1: um so I, i'm i'm really inspired by my family um and i'll tell you why so um um in 2020 i was um hijacked no? and in that hijacking oh, sorry
0: about that um,
1: I <laughs> know it's fine. It, it happens. Um, it happens. I was hijacked, and I was held hostage. I think for about twelve hours. And in those twelve hours, I had uh, my my youngest my youngest uh, daughter was a month. She was just a month old. She was all I could think about to say. You know what? Uh, God, please, man. This person cannot. She doesn't even know me. I mean, she's four weeks. She doesn't even know me. How? Can I get myself out of this so that I can spend more time with her? Spend time with the other three, Spend time with my wife. Spend time with my family. So family for me is 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 a is a big deal. Um, I spend a lot of time with them now because, as I said, yeah. um, you know, with the COVID that happened, it's we I I, I share an office with my wife now. Yeah. Yes, we fight every now and then, but I spend, she She's my friend now. You know, we we yeah. were really really close. I think closer, closer yes. than we were ever been you know and yeah. um my, my 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 family as well like extended family they they they, they play a whole huge role my mom is has is, is been an inspiration since i was young my dad has has been a dis- disciplinarian but now he actually you know now that i'm older we can actually have those conversations man to man and you can see yeah. these people are, these are people that no matter what happens, these people will have my back. So family yes. is a big one for me and they inspire me. I think most of the things that I do now, I always say to my wife, I think she she sacrificed a lot for me. Um, uh, when mm-hmm. we started this thing, and I think you'll pay for my medical studies, and I was like, "Give me five years, and I'll do that." Um, and this—it's it, happening. We're seeing it happen. We believed, and now it's happening. So it's—it's it's yeah. family for me. Family first for me. I actually—I'm a huge believer in family.
0: Yes. Wow, yeah. that is so beautiful. I'm glad you're okay. I'm glad that <laughs> oh, your you know, I, kids get I, to I, know you. This is intense.
1: I got hijacked and (laughs) you know the guys that that hijacked me, they were were cool guys because they were talking to me and telling me that, Oh, don't worry, man. We're just going gonna to let you go. Don't worry. They were talking about, hey, dude, do, do, where, where does your wife think you are right now? Where does your wife think you are sure. right now? I was like, these guys, now that I think about it, I uh, laugh about it because they were really funny guys. They were bad guys, but they were really funny guys, you know, <laughs> but it, oh. it happens. But oh, um, my from that experience, I learned, <laughs> from that experience, I just learned that, you know what, every day. It might be their last day. Today might be your last day. Yeah. So make sure that when you leave, you leave something with people. So, yeah.
0: Yes. Oh, powerful words, actually. Thank you for imparting those words. So what do you wish you had known or done before embarking on your property investing journey?
1: To be, to be, to be honest, Vanille, I don't think there's things that I would change in my journey. The bad experiences, um, are actually, things that have um, they, they they have built the chronolo that you see now. You know, if if it mm. wasn't for that bad plumber, I wouldn't appreciate the good plumber that I created a relationship with and created a friendship with. Um, mm. And I think if if I didn't have that bad house. Um, I wouldn't have appreciated the good houses that I have now. So it, throughout my property journey, I feel like all the bad experiences are just setting me up for the great ones and to, to actually be a person that appreciates the good things out of life, you know. Because mm. um, if it wasn't for those bad experiences, I wouldn't appreciate the good ones that I have now, you know. Yes. Um, if it wasn't for, yeah, so it's, it's, I wouldn't change anything. Yes, there's things that were really painful when they happened. But after that, when I look back, I was like, I'm happy this happened because now I can actually appreciate one, two, three. I can appreciate the relationships that I have now. Yeah, no, so I, I get that. I, yeah, I, would, I, I really wouldn't change anything. I don't want to lie as painful as some <laughs> of them were. I wouldn't change anything.
0: Yeah, it's that butterfly effect thing. Like if it, mm. one thing had to happen in order for the next thing to happen. So yeah. what else do you still think you need to learn in property?
1: A lot. Um, so the, the house that I'm buying now is the last house that I'm buying under my name, my personal name. Mm. Um, so I want to transition. I want to transition from buying properties under my name to buying properties under a business. Um, so, and then, yeah. So sorry about that. Um, my friend is going to kill me for this. The, book, you also, the <laughs> book that I also read that actually, the, the, the book that I also read that actually helped me with this that helped me go and register a property um, management company is a book by witness Mdaka, um it's more than just money uh yeah. he goes into detail there to say register a company even if it's not gonna and then that company will manage your properties for you by the time your 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 affordability runs out um your your property your property management company will now have enough. Um, a track record that can actually help you um, move on to to, to to actually buy houses under that property management company, which is what I'm doing. So, um, mm. I'm actually meeting with him tomorrow. <laughs> so, he's going to help me with that transition because I want to start now. Once I'm done with this property and I've done what I, what I have to do with it, I'm going to start buying houses under my uh, company name.
0: Oh, nice. Okay. I'm so glad that you mentioned that, right? Because I think it's mm-hmm. a common mistake that most people make is that the minute they start uh, buying mm-hmm. property, they start under their name. And of course, it makes sense because mm-hmm. you as the person is the one that's getting the employee benefits, right? Yes. So for you, it made a. I can imagine that that made a lot of sense because the person is who was getting all these incredible discounts. So mm. yeah, so yeah, what, but uh, it, it,
1: it also runs out um, like everybody else, um, it also runs out. They do hit us with that affordability uh, close affordability, you wouldn't afford it. So, yeah, I think this is the last one. And then from there, I just need to, because as I said, I am working my way out um, of the bank and I think uh, I need to do it uh, in a subtle way, you know. (laughs) Yeah, and also, you know, you
0: can also, you can do it. And I think that you can strategically plan to exit workplaces. Yes. I I obviously cannot. I don't have much knowledge on that, but I would mm. imagine that you can. People do it all the time, so yeah. you can leave when you are ready. And once you start earning a certain amount of money that you're happy with, and you're you're like, okay, yeah. I can take the hit of an extra fifteen thousand or ten thousand, like you said, because it's now built into my business model. Yeah. It just becomes an extra expense. So. Mm. What property resource have you found extremely helpful that you want to share with our listeners? It can be a website, book, blog, YouTube videos. Well, not book because you just shared books, but Mm -hmm. YouTube videos, anything else?
1: Um, So for me, I feel that uh, in real estate, like everything else, if you want to be the best at it or if you want to last in it, uh, you need to just spend time with the right people. spend time that are doing spend time with people that are doing what you're doing. Um, so mm-hmm. spend time with people that listen to this podcast um, like-minded people. The more people you have that think like you um, the more the better. And then mm-hmm. YouTube videos um, so I've replaced my TV time. Uh, with um YouTube time. Uh, at first it wasn't because I wanted to. Um, the TV was taken away from me by my kids. Um, they <sighs> want to watch they want to watch this, they want to watch that, they want to watch. and then by the time they go to sleep, I'm also tired. Uh, because yes. they're all under the age of 10 so i had I had to move from watching into uh, TV soccer that and that to watching YouTube videos on my phone you know and at first it was just for entertainment purposes but now um, I watch a lot of YouTube videos on property um, there's a guy that I, I I watch a lot of videos by it's um, now I forgot his name I think it's uh, I forgot his name, sorry. Sorry, Vanille. But there's, 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 there's people, I also do the the, non, the guys that do non-property, um, They also do. And I also follow Witness as well. He, he does nice. Uh, he actually breaks them down nicely on YouTube. Um, yes. Another thing is uh, I, I've, I've started listening to podcasts. Uh, Funny enough, when I got this invite, uh, they sent me um, one uh, link of the thing I had to download part B. Yeah. Um, and then now I'm listening to a lot of... So I'm, I'm replaced and Um, Hence, I told you that this is the last property that I'm buying. I'm actually moving to business. I actually, I think it's a property. You were not part of that interview. It's an interview that Mizu did with... um, I think he's been something. I'm just forgetting his name. He says he's got a YouTube channel. Um, He was the one who said, you know what? Uh, please, man, stop with, um, with, with buying the properties under your name. Start buying properties under... A business, so I do do a lot of YouTube and listen yes. to a lot of podcasts. So as I said, I'm listening to this podcast back because I'm new to this uh, podbean and to the Wealthy Money podcast. So I'm just actually listening back, to, listening to them back. So uh, yeah. spend time in in the places that you want to grow. So podcasts yeah. um, listen to podcasts such as these youtube you can on youtube you can get anything you just say property and you just say financial property investments in south africa mm-hmm. you'll find mm-hmm. the likes of bonicolet you'll find more witness you'll find um Jason, you, you, there's a lot of guys that actually do a lot of uh, podcasts and um, YouTube videos mm. and give you YouTube tutorials and give you step-by-step. Step. So Jay, if you don't have Wi-Fi, get yourself Wi-Fi. I think uh, mm. that's a that's an important thing. Um, in this yes. age that we live in, you just get yourself a Wi-Fi connection and you can learn about anything and not just property, you'll learn about anything and i think that's why i love it like you can you can be a you can be a professional by just looking at watch uh, youtube videos on whatever topic that you want so yeah
0: mm, i love this think excellent advice i always say that like i feel like podcasts they are my favorite thing you know, mm. I usually wake up in the morning with listening to a podcast. So my tastes are very eclectic and all over the place. So I'm listening to mm. different things, climate change podcasts. I'm listening to everything, but I find that mm. very, very fascinating. I'm listening to political prisoners. <laughs> um, I listen to a lot of entrepreneurship podcasts, mm. a lot of podcasts because my speciality is trauma. I Listen to a lot on trauma healing, a lot of healing uh, podcasts on healing trauma. So there's just mm. a lot of great information out there. So how there do is... people? How do people get hold of you, Tony? And um, what was your intention again for coming on this podcast? Remind us. What are you looking for?
1: So my. Ma- ma- <laughs> so, so uh, my intention for coming on the on the on the um, um, on the podcast is, is very simple, guys. Um, the, the your network is your is 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 your net worth. So, linking up with people that actually do the same thing that I'm doing. Um, as I said, there's a lot that I still need to learn on property. So, um, hooking up with people that actually do that and uh, have done it longer than me, or have even if it's not longer than me, there's people that have actually done this have been in this for two years but have experiences that I haven't experienced. So uh, spending mm-hmm. um, the, the intention coming here was to meet up with people that do the same thing that I do so that we can grow together, you know. So that was yes. my initial intention. Oh, and nice. if anyone is looking, if anyone has a house, yeah, if anyone has a house <laughs> out there, guys, please hook me up. <laughs> <That's laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I love that. Yeah, definitely, guys. If you have a good deal, hook Thony up. So how do people yeah. contact you then, Tony?
1: Okay, I was going to give out my number, but I was like, yo, I looked at you guys. There's a lot of people here. yeah. So I can <laughs> give out my social media handle. Um, I don't do a lot of property um, things on, on my social media, but if you can just invite i accept and then we can just uh message each other um on on facebook i'm just going to check my handle on facebook i had to change it because i told you i have a lot of names so i change it every now and then Uh, where's my facebook
0: now okay so so after this podcast no more changing it because this podcast is going to live forever on the web so people I promise are you, go search for this
1: name. I promise you, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna change it. So on Facebook, I'm Fisto Shoni Libelo, which is um, yeah, Fisto Shoni Libelo. That's on on Facebook, and then on Instagram, I'm Shoni Libelo, which is le- the Libelo you write it with a, it's um, L-E-B-E-L-O, right? Uh, because there was another Shoni Libelo on Instagram, so that's who I am on Instagram. So if you can get me on those two um, platforms, um, and then we'll we'll have a chat. I'm also on LinkedIn. Uh, here comes another name. It's Ronald. <laughs> Ronald <Olivello. laughs> so on LinkedIn, I'm also on LinkedIn with that, that Dave. I told you I've got a lot of names, um, and I just I, I use all of them depending on how you the relationship I have with you. So if you worked with me, you'll you'll call me Ronald. If you my friend. Um, you'll call me Fisto overfana. Afana, um, you know. And then if I, if I, if you work with me now, the the people I've, i actually uh, the people that I work with now took that little and then made it to Froni. Um, so there's a lot. I'll go by a lot of names, but those are my handles.
0: Whoa, this is a lot of names, but not impossible to <laughs> find you. <laughs> Uh, thank you so <laughs> sorry, guys, much, sorry, Tony. Guys.
1: <laughs> I thank you so thank much you. for having me. Um, this this is this is an amazing. Please, guys, don't stop. Um, don't stop with this podcast. It's actually uh, for me. Listening back, I'm actually getting a lot of knowledge. And if I can hook up with some of the people on here, I think I can I can grow. Um, as I said. Um, it, it what took me a year I can actually do it in less time. Um, it's, it's, it's amazing. I've, I've, I've actually learned a lot from your podcast. Thank you so much for having it. It's
0: a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming through on this podcast. We deeply appreciate it. And guys do check out Tony Wright on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Hook up with him. He wants to grow his network. I know that some of you guys are listening in. You want to grow your network. Definitely connect with him. So, on my end, mm-hmm. I just want to say I'm speaking on behalf of Mizo as well. Thank you guys for tuning in once more. Sorry, and just... <laughs> yeah, I miss her, but she'll be back for the I next said time.
1: It's sad she huh? missed it. Uh, but uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I'll be listening to Thank you so much. Yeah. So guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Once more, a reminder, a reminder from me that we are sponsored by the Wealthy Ones Property Stockfile. Go look for us on Stockfile, Wealthy Ones Property Stockfile. If you are international, you want to join the Stockfile. So that means that you're not based in Swaziland, I think Namibia, Lesotho, South African, you want to be part of the Stockfile. We have many international people. Uh, please uh, look, uh, go to wealthy-money.com forward slash Stockfile. Stockfile is spelled S-T-O-K-V-E-L. But the link will also be at the bottom of this description. So look in your description if you're listening on Spotify, Podbean, or iTunes, You will see the link there and come join us. The Stock file so far, once more, in the last six weeks, we have raised 1.4 million rand um, and we're going to be investing that money to do incredible things in property. So do come through, join us, and I will see you again with my co-host next time, next week. (laughs) do tune in have a fantastic day further wherever you are in the world thank you for listening property magicians my name is Vangile Makwakwa and I am your host on the show I help people heal their ancestral money stories so that they can fall in love with their their bank accounts, become financially free and live their best lives. So if you would love to increase your income or you'd love to pay off your debts and increase your savings, contact me. You can contact me on the Wealthy Money website at wealthy-money.com. Again, wealthy-money.com. Or you can email me at vangile at wealthy-money.com. Again, vangile at wealthy-money.com. Find me on Facebook on the Wealthy Money group or on the Wealthy Money page or find me on Twitter and Instagram as Vangile Makwakwa. Now over to my co host Thank you for listening. I'm Dr. Miranda Prop Doc, Doc Mum on all the social media platforms on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. I'm the host of Property Magicians
1: podcast and I'm a property mentor. I mentor newbie property investors to help them to begin and to take action. Your
0: journey into property investment begins with me from property registration, from property company registration to picking the correct strategy that suits where you are at. Find me on my inbox at Miranda at moneycom Again, inbox me at Miranda at wealthy-money.com if you want me to help you start your property journey.